0: At michaelgeist.ca, you will find Beware the Unintended Consequences, some warning signs for Canada from the Australian government battle with Facebook. Professor Michael Geist joins us. He's the Canada Research Chair in Internet and E-Commerce Law at the University of Ottawa. One of Professor Geist's books is Internet Law in Canada. Professor, thank you very much uh, for taking the time. And can you just give us some of the background here? Because last year, Australia delivered an ultimatum to both Google and Facebook. Tell us about that.
1: They did. And so uh, thanks so much for having me to start. And their ultimatum was essentially, listen, if you are going to continue to allow your users to link to news articles, you're going to have to pay the companies uh, who you are linking to. And both companies were deeply reluctant to do it. Both of them said, you know, we'll pay for... Value-added services will pay for the content if we have to license some of the content and that's what we're displaying, but we're not about to pay just for links. And in fact, Facebook went so far as to say if you go through with this proposal where it's basically pay or don't link, then we're going to choose not to link and block all news sharing from Australian sources on our service.
0: And that's what's happened.
1: That's exactly what's happened, and so they, you know, there were those that thought they were bluffing, and uh, it turns out they were not. And so, earlier this week, they took the position that they simply stopped uh, the the linking, and of course, as often t- often is the case when you start blocking content, they blocked more than just uh, some of the main news sources. There were others that got caught up in the blocking. Over blocking seems to be a part of that as well. But it has certainly stirred up a lot of anger from the Australian government and from others. But uh, at a minimum, they can't say they weren't warned.
0: So I found it interesting, uh, and I do find it interesting that you're not particularly critical of the decision taken by Facebook, even though the Canadian government is—they haven't done anything, but which is more, more, more sort of status quo. But uh, they are critical, and and you're not so much. Why? Well, I'm not critical
1: because I don't think they should be paying for links, um, and I think Facebook has. I think there's plenty to criticize Facebook about. We should be clear about that, but I don't think. Uh, linking is really one of them. I mean, in this instance, linking linking to news articles is a very small part of the overall service. It's about 4% of the service, they say, and so most of the users are unlikely to even notice this. And the reality is that the links are worth far more to the publishers than they are to Facebook. In fact, Facebook has argued, and I I think there's reason to believe they're right on this, that the, the value of the traffic that they send back to publishers in the form of being able to generate more advertising revenue or subscriptions is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. All of those referrals, of course, are at no cost at all. They don't charge for any of those links. So they're generating a lot of revenue for the publishers as well. And ironically enough, the publishers themselves are very often the ones that are doing the posting. You know, companies like Post Media and the Toronto Star in our country, but the same in many other countries, they, they're they the ones that start by posting all of these articles directly on Facebook, trying to encourage readership. Now they're saying, well, we're posting it, but we'd also like to get paid for the fact that we've made these posts.
0: So if there's an argument, and the argument is made, that uh, Facebook and, and Google and their massive influence and their huge digital platforms are just stealing content not paying for it, and thereby uh, you know, plundering the pockets of media organizations in the Australia in this case, but also I've heard it in Canada and the United States, you're arguing that's not the case.
1: No, it isn't the case. Now, listen, there is no doubt that there has been a dramatic shift in digital ad revenue that has gone to the large digital platforms. But I think what's important to recognize is that has practically nothing to do with the availability of links to news on those services. It's a function of the fact that large Internet companies, whether Google or Facebook or some others, offer up a more compelling, uh, better ad product than the, than the conventional media sources. They have it more targeted. They've got more information on who's viewing it. And so the ads themselves are more effective and more cost effective. And so, sure, advertising has shifted there, but it's not because of news and the idea that they should be compensating for news when they aren't actually copying or using these materials they don't display the full articles in fact they don't even curate or decide what gets posted there uh, what gets posted there is what users themselves post and it's always just
0: a link so australia has taken this legislative action and uh, facebook has responded if i have this correctly google did make a uh, has google engineered a, an arrangement with uh, rupert murdoch's news organization has that happened
1: Right. So Google's approach has been actually pretty similar with a slight variation. And so Google's approach has been to say, we won't pay for links either. But what we will pay for is if you provide us with value add, if you provide us, in a sense, with the content – then we will we were, we're willing to enter into licensing agreements. okay, so
0: what is your concern though Professor Geist? I'm sorry to rush you. We have a minute. Uh, what is your concern about what may happen going forward because uh, the Canadian government is making noises about following Australia's lead?
1: They are so if we're going to quickly I think there are three things because I think they you know we've, we've seen the Minister Gippo talk about doing the same thing. The first is that as we saw in Australia, this results in overblocking. And so if we do end up with this kind of blocked content, it is going to result in blocking not only good, uh, you know illegal stuff or problematic stuff, but good stuff as well as part of the process, and that's a big problem. Second, I think it opens the door to government being high, highly regulating the space, almost like it's cable, where they begin to tell services, you must link to, let's say, Canadian news sources, just like must carry for cable television. And then finally, I think we ought to recognize at the end of the day, these are battles between big media on the one side and big tech on the other. And the big losers in all of this really are the independent, smaller media who've been okay. clear that they want to continue to ensure that they get the links back from these services, and yet they may find themselves blocked out in between this battle between the two giants.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favourites.